ready to get this thing started? Yeah, let's get it. All right, let's go. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the 352 Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Johns, and as always, we got our right-hand man, Mr. Jonah Hyatt, with us tonight. Well, it's opening weekend in turkey season, and some people had success. Yeah, well, I don't know who you're talking about, but some of us like shooting them in the forehead on opening morning. Well, yeah, I guess all of us can't be that lucky. I've been telling you guys about this pasture pimp that I had. Well, he was a hayfield pimp this weekend, and he didn't quite make it out of the hayfield alive. He didn't survive the flop. Yep. So that's where we're at. We're sitting in Jesse's house again Sunday afternoon here waiting. Well, just well got, we just got an eating him, so. Yeah, actually fried him up this afternoon. So going Hold back. Up build us a fire and wind up cutting him up making some turkey nuggets out of him and eating him so yeah now we got full bellies and a cold beer and, well if it's called beer i don't know what the hell this shit we're drinking is but <laughs> it's sitting here you're drinking beer i'm drinking some bullshit corona seltzer but it's what we got so you gotta do what you gotta do carry on so but yeah that's go ahead and start with your story so i guess since you got success this weekend it not everybody else. Well, this was a fucked up story to begin with, because we, this bird come from a complete opposite direction of where I was even expecting him to come from, so I'm hunting across the road at my aunt's, and usually we hunt at the farm, but my aunt owns a little piece of property across the road from us, and that's where I usually turkey hunt, and the turkeys, for the last five years, have roosted in the same spot, same place, every year, and they, oh, they're always in the right bottom corner of this pasture and they've been like that for i don't know how many years and so we roosted them i've seen them a few times i come in another day back first of the week it was first of the week me and my dad were over there we were checking on a hayfield and um i looked down in there and the hens were running across the field running out of the hayfield running back where they roost and didn't see the gobbler and i'm like well He's got to be here somewhere. My dad goes, that gobbler's here somewhere close. He's he's here somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, he's got to be here somewhere. And I have my binoculars with me. Well, I made my run around, around the hayfield and looked down there at the bottom. And I, and I seen the hens run over the bottom down there. And I seen two sand... I thought I seen two sandhill cranes down there. Well, I pulled my binoculars out and looked way off down there. And I'm talking about 250, 300 yards away. I looked down there towards the bottom... And he is down there, this gobbler is down there in full strut chasing two sandhill cranes around in circles screwing with these sandhill cranes. He is full-blown, full hard winter out, ready to screw these damn sandhill cranes up for no reason. They're, the hens are way the hell up there on the hill with me. And uh, So I sat there and watched him while the cows were out there and... The cows get between me and him, and then he's on down there, and he gets on farther, and there's a big brush pile. He gets behind the brush pile, and I see him, and I'm like, all right, well, at least he's down there in the same spot. So we had pretty bad weather throughout the week this week here at the house, and so it's really hard to try to roost in the afternoon. It was either raining or wind blowing 40 mile an hour. We had I a was, tornado watch. Oh, God, there was a, it rained six inches in two days here. Yeah, That's what we got, and it was bad. Everything was wet. It was just bad for roosting this week. There was, and then the few days that we had available, the roost Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I wind up going down Wednesday, going down to a thirteen hundred acre ranch between my house and Jonah's house, and showing it to a real estate agent. 
that we got for sale, or they got for sale, and wind up getting the damn gator stuck. And then the next day, that's a story for later on. And then the next day, we have two investors out of California come in and look at it. So Wednesday, Thursday, I'm covered up with these guys about this property down the road from us. And so I don't get no roost to none. And Friday night, me and Cecily, the girlfriend, we go across the road to my aunt's, and we're sitting in my hunting truck. This sitting there, I'll go there and build me a blind, put my hunting chair, and put my old turkey chair in there and stuff like that. Go ahead and get ready. I'm just on the edge of the hay field. I said, you know, if they make it across it, I'll be able to see them. But right up on the fence line, there is a little scrubby, it's an old volunteer orange tree. This yeah. thing ain't six foot tall, but it's bushy, and it's right on the fence. And I said, well, so we drove up there in my old hunting truck, sat on the fence, and just watched and listened. Well, my aunt comes pulling up there, and she's talking to me, and earlier in the week, I'd fixed her road for her, and she's going to tell me, thank you for fixing her driveway, and yada, yada, yada. And she goes, oh. Yeah, that gobbler, he come from the other side of the house the other day. I seen him back first of the week, but he come from over there by the other hayfield. He didn't come from where you're sitting. And I'm like, well, he might have just made him a loop or something. I don't I just took it out there, you know, just chalked it up. And yeah. it was, so we did. I didn't hear a word that night. Didn't hear shit out of him. Didn't hear nothing. That was Friday night. So I get up yesterday morning, which is Saturday morning, opening turkey season. And I go up there and get on top of the hill back to that orange tree, but I walk up there. I walk up there. I just sit down. I just sit down against that orange tree and the damn mosquitoes. I thought them so much were going to just tote me off. I had a thermosel in my lap. I got so high off my thermosel, I was getting lightheaded. And I'm sitting there swatting mosquitoes, and I don't hear a turkey gobble. I don't hear one cluck. I don't see one fly down. I don't see nothing. I sat there for probably an hour and a half. I said, there ain't no way in hell. I don't hear shit. Not a nothing. Yeah. And so I, I wind up. I said, you know what? On camera, these turkeys are showing anywhere from 7.30 to 9 o'clock come cruising by the edge of this hayfield. So I said, well, I'm going to go down and get in my damn chair, and I'll go down and just sit and wait them out. I'll sit till about 9 o'clock, 9.30, and then I'll go back. And yeah. If y'all if, if y'all have never hunted out of a turkey chair, go buy one. I'm just telling you now. You can go down there and get kicked back in that damn thing, and get, damn, you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. It, is the most, it is the nicest thing there is on planet Earth. I thought crap about it for many years. I'll just lean up against a tree or the old turkey vest will do. Nope, just go buy you a damn chair. Yeah, yeah. that's they're inexpensive. Really, like they're 30, 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, that and that damn satchel we bought. Yeah, for my binoculars. Yeah, and those are. That's all I used all weekend too. That's all I used. I had that thing right there, and I put my damn thermosel in the front pocket of it, my binoculars in the pocket of it, and yeah, I was set. But anyways, I. I said, you know what? I don't see a bird, but let me go. I'm gonna go there and sit in my chair. I got nowhere to be. Let me go there and get in my chair. So I went down there and sat down. I had my face mask around my neck and my glove, one glove off, playing on my phone. My shotgun laid across my lap. And here in Florida, it's legal to hunt with a rifle. So I had my rifle laying there, my shotgun laying there. And Jonah's worried to death I was going to shoot this damn turkey with a rifle. He's like, Oh God, everybody's gonna criticize us for shooting one with a rifle. I'm like, Fuck, I don't care. I'll shoot him 300 yards away with a damn rifle. See if I care. It's private property, baby. Well, I got my rifle laying there in the bushes, and I'm sitting there with, like I said, my damn shotgun, three and a half inch TSS in the pipe of it. Just sitting there, and I hear a bird gobble. I mean, I'm talking about an hour later. I hear a bird gobble way off in the distance, and I'm like, damn, that's a damn turkey gobble. And it wasn't just a second later. He gobbled again. I'm like, damn, he's getting closer. And then a second later, he gobbled again. 
And this some bitch probably gobbled between then and the time I've seen him 20, 30 times. And I'm like, damn, he's coming over to damn hill. And people don't realize, me and Joe talked about this yesterday. People don't realize in Florida, there's a lot of hills. A lot more hills than you think there is. Yeah, it's like a two, three foot elevation change there's in the a, pasture. This, where I'm sitting, and he knows what I'm talking about, there's a 15 foot difference between where them turkeys are at, usually, and where I was sitting. Yeah. And it's a big ridge that goes up and over and back down in there. So I couldn't see the bird. I thought the bird was over over the other side of that ridge. And I'm sitting down in my chair, so I'm basically ground level. But I could hear him gobbling. And I'm like, God damn, he's a goblin. He's a coming too. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking straight forward to where he should be coming from. And I look off to my right hand side, back to the opposite direction of where he should be coming from. And I look over there and I see him in full damn strut, big old blue head coming across the center of this hayfield, just a hammering his guts out in a complete opposite direction of where he was supposed to even be, where he was supposed to have been from, anything, a D all the above. He was not supposed to be where he was at. Yeah. And so he caught me completely off guard. And I'm watching him, and I'm watching him the whole damn time. And he is, he is coming to me pretty hard and fast, cutting across that hayfield. And I don't have a decoys or nothing out. I'm just sitting there on the edge of the hayfield. And, but there's big old place down there in the shade and a big oak hammock. They like to go, they like to midday in this big old hammock. <clears throat> yep. and I'm sitting there, and before you know it, he's, he, I'm watching him. I'm not paying attention to anything around me but him, and I'm literally sitting on the edge of this hayfield in a little hole that I cut out in my chair. I got a rifle laying there on the ground, shotgun in my lap. My, I, Luckily, I was smart to pull my damn face mask, mask up over my face, get my gloves on, shit like that, and out of nowhere, there were three damn hens that were within touching distance of me i could have reached my hands out and grabbed the hen that walked up to me and i literally closed my eyes so she couldn't see the whites of my eyes as how close she was Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there and and i and she's sitting there trying to figure out what i am and i've got one eye cracked just enough to kind of see what she's doing and kind of keep an eye on him and there's two more hens or three hens all together but what they were doing is they were rimming the outside edge of that hayfield just rimming the thing, just scratching the edges of it, looking for bugs and whatever to eat on, and he was cutting across it, strutting and gobbling. Well, about time he gets about two-thirds way across this damn field, two sandhill cranes, and I think it's the same ones from earlier in the week because they have pretty much the same te- you know, to ter- territory, and the two sandhill cranes land right there at him and he's strutting and gobbling strutting and gobbling and them two sandhill cranes land and they start squawking at him and he's gobbling at them and they go back and forth well the whole damn time the the the, the three hens are trying to figure out what the hell is in these bushes right here it ain't right but i don't know what it is because it ain't moving yeah hell i don't know if it's even alive because i wasn't breathing (laughs) and the hens kind of move on with it at the hens kind of move on and they're going on away from me, but they're going down where they're supposed to be. But the bird, he's as close as he's going to get to me. And he's he's he is occupied with these sandhill cranes. He's not occupied with me down there. And he goes down there, and so the cranes move, or the, not the cranes, but the three turkeys, they move on, the three hens. They're moving on. 
towards the fence, back towards my little orange tree on the fence, and he he is as close as he's going to get. And I thought there for a minute I'm going to shoot him with a damn rifle. And I'm like, no, he's close. He's close enough. And I thought back and forth, back and forth. Well, the cranes kind of start meandering towards the hens, and I see him back strutting and gobbling. And I said, well, he's going back to his hens, which are away from me. So, I mean, so he's as close as he's going to get, and he's going to start, I'm going to start losing yardage on him. Yeah. So I wind up picking my damn shotgun up, and I flipped the safety off of wherever I picked it up. And I picked it up and swung over. And when I swung over, it get, it made just enough movement for him to come out of full strut and pick his head up. And when he picked his head up, he, he, I let him get his head good and high, and when he picked his head up, I poured it to him in that three and a half inch, yeah. and it, it, the flop was on from there, and yeah. he didn't even, he didn't even move. When I hit him, he just hit the dirt. I'm like, hell, he's dead. So I get up, take my face mask off, take my gloves off, make sure I put my gun back on safety, start walking out there to him, and yada yada yada. And I get out there to him, and he has got. The old Michael Waldell can't stop the flop. He is flopping his guts out out there. So I wind up stepping on his neck and getting him to stop long enough for me to grab him by the damn neck and pick him up. And I'm like, well, hell, he, that's a good damn bird there. And the time I go back and get all my shit packed up and go get my hunting truck and start trying to figure out where the hell did he come from, they started sinking in. He was in that other hayfield. Where your aunt told you she was at. Yeah. The whole damn time she told me where he was. I just blew her off. I'm like, oh, hell no, he ain't over there. Ain't no fucking way he's over there. No, he was over there. Yeah. Because she lives there. She sees him every damn morning coming across the damn hayfield. Yeah. But I just told her, I told her she was full of shit. What do you, um, you think he was roosting over there, or do you think he comes and goes over there and then... My dad thinks he's roosting up there by the road, by Bay Lake Road and them big pines and pitching down. Yeah. But... If he wasn't there, he was over there in that other hayfield by the pond because there's some big pines over there too. And he was either in those big pines on that other hayfield and pitched down and come down that dike into that hayfield. Or he was up front and pitched down and come down that dike and come into that hayfield. Yeah. So he was somewhere right there, but he wasn't where he was supposed to be Yeah. on paper. Yeah. But it didn't really matter. Where he's not been... There ain't been never turkeys there before. Well, no. The Now, the birds like the roost in that front hayfield up there. A few years ago, somebody shot one out of that front hayfield on opening morning up there. Stopped on the side of Baylick Road out there and shot him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And they ran out there before, he, before any of us could get to him, which was probably his best health. Before anybody could get to him, he had already ran across that hayfield and picked him up and got him in a truck and took off. But Yeah. Because he probably wouldn't have, he would have been two, two dead animals getting drug out of that damn hayfield if we caught him out there. Yeah, that was, I remember you saying something about that, but yeah. Well, at least you killed your one. Well, I got him. Yeah, I'm all ready for somebody else to shoot one. Well, Kendall killed a damn absolute stud this morning, but outside of that. Yeah, we yeah. didn't do work of crap this weekend. No. Yeah, y'all, y'all heard him. Yeah, seen them. Yeah, we them. were on turkeys. We, that, yesterday morning we got in there, knew where they were roosted at because we went down there and Listened to them Friday afternoon, heard them gobble, everything like that, and they um, got in there yesterday morning, and everything was right. They flew down, started strutting, gobbling. There was three gobblers together. That was it. Well, they had two hens with them there, and they flew down, and then they, two hens left. They just left the three gobblers out there in the pasture, and they strutted around and gobbled. They probably gobbled probably, I don't know, 
50, 60 times yesterday morning. And they just would never make the distance up. They stayed out there at, like I said, 60 or probably 75, 80, maybe 90 yards and just strutted around and gobbled and gobbled. And like you were saying, the, the elevation change down here screws us. Nobody really thinks about it. We got elevation change here, but in the middle of them pastures, it's probably three or four foot difference between the edge of the pastures up against the sopper spawns. Yeah. And that's what he, they were kind of over on the other side of that pasture and they can never see up and over the center and they never seen the decoys or nothing. So they just, they kind of come up to the top of the hill, but they never made it across to be able to see down. In the bottom. Yeah. And they never seen no decoys. So they were like, I mean, they just knew something wasn't right and they just never committed. If they had come another 10 yards, they would have probably seen the decoys and probably come on in, but there was nothing. And you can't move on them. There's no way of making a move on them. Cause you're on, like you're set up against an isolated cypress pond. There's no way of getting out of that cypress pond, so it just makes it stupid hard to get across. And then, so they ended up working off, and we didn't. Florida private property rifle. No, those them guys were from Georgia, so we were trying to. I you could have killed them with a fan or whatever. They would have come in if you had a fan, but we were trying to do it trying to use decoys and do it that way and try to get them called in there, but it just didn't work out. So Well, you oh. get them on the next round. Yeah, we'll we'll start scouting this week in the afternoons, going down there and listening. Hopefully they'll be back. I don't know really where they went, so hopefully they'll be back and we'll – Because y'all tried to get up this morning. Well, you didn't get up, but the other guys got up this morning. And, yeah. But it was – my dad got up this morning and went to the back, to our back pasture, and he usually kills one back there every year and – Back, you know, we got a whole damn farm, and I don't ever hunt on the damn thing. I always go across the road to my aunt's. But you got 200 and something acres on one side of the road and 30 on the other. And I'd rather hunt 30 acres than 200 acres. Yeah. And he always goes back there. Well, he got this morning, went back there. He got to the gate between our place and the farm, and it started misting rain on him. And he's like, Well, damn, I. He sat there for a minute and looked at his weather and was like, oh, I'm not going to. So. He lined up. He started walking back to the house. And he got about halfway back to the house and seen the damn moon come out. He said, "Well, that damn there's the moon. There's the moon. I gotta. I'm gonna go back." He make turns around, goes all the way back to the damn gate, goes through the damn gate, and gets over there a part away. And then he sees it off to the west, a big old dark, couple big old dark clouds coming. He's like, "Ah, damn, there's clouds. I, I don't, I, I don't want to get back there and get hung up in the damn rain and blah 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 blah." And so he turns around. This time he commits to come on back to the house. But it never, it never rained. It missed it a little bit this morning. Yeah. But it was a cloudy, nasty, hot, humid, humid morning because a little cold front was pushing through, and it was one of the things of it. <clears throat> even he didn't get up this morning and go hunting. He got up this morning, went to go, went to go hunting, but he never, it it never panned out type deal. He wound up coming back to the house. Yeah. Well, and then so I didn't. I fell asleep last night. That set my alarm. Yeah. Luckily enough, Brian, he was, the guys met him at his house, and they went on, which they didn't hear nothing or see nothing. So I got woke up there about, just right about 7, so I was way late. There wasn't no reason going down there messing them up. So Kendall, he texted me and was like, I mean, I just, he just shot one. Because yesterday afternoon, or yesterday, he was down there hunting, and he's like, I heard six or seven birds, but I can't get within range. I don't know what to do, because he's never really turkey hunted before. So I was like, well, I can come over this afternoon and kind of maybe go roost birds with you and help you out if you mean might need some help so i went over there yesterday afternoon and kind of got him in a good place and 
he um <laughs> he texted me this morning about seven thirty and said he shot him right after flight. He said the bird flew right in his lap right there, pretty much like eight yards from him and shot him. And he had how many times you had to shoot him though? Eight yards. See, he shot him, crippled him up, and then had to run him yeah. down and kill him again. Yeah, he said he and shot some him. Some shit first. he learned from Jonah Hyatt School of Shooting. If y'all ever want to know, that's Jonah Hyatt School of Shooting right there. Shoot him, cripple him down, and then finish him off. Yeah. Well, hopefully I have a better track record this year. It won't be as bad. Well, you ain't going to be able to afford gas and bullets this year. You're going to afford one or the other, but not both. Yep. I'm down to three-inch shells now. I shot my last three and a half yesterday morning. I'm down to three-inch. That's still more than enough. Yeah, well, I'm trying to compensate for shit that I'm lacking in other departments, so <laughs> I got to shoot three and a half. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that was pretty much our... Well, Kendall's, Kendall's bird was a stud. Kendall beat the shit out of mine. Oh, mine he, was a good bird, but I'm telling you, mine was like a two or three. I think he's a two-year-old. My dad thinks he was a three-year-old. I, I don't know, but I can tell you, he ain't, he don't hold a damn kettle like the Kendall's. Yeah, that's the only bird. That's a, probably the first bird that I, I've ever seen killed down here that had pretty much matching double beards. Double beards. Over 10 inches. Yeah, that was so, a stud of a bird. That was yeah. a dominant bird because he flew down his lap. He was the first one to hit the dirt. Yeah, gobbler, gobbler wise, yeah. And so, and you I mean which he? I mean, new hunter. He didn't know exactly what he had there. And I'm like, you don't understand. You probably just killed a 150 inch deer right here, or better. Yeah, that was a stud. So you mean, and he had an inch and a three eight spurs, which is that's that's a dang good bird for a spur good, wise. Good hooks. Yeah. So good for him. He's gonna get him mounted. I told him I pretty. I'd come over there and he's like, "Well, you think I should get it mounted?" And I said, "Well, me and you's gonna be in the front yard right here." fist fighting if you don't get this thing mounted because you said the same thing about that damn one I, we killed up there in georgia last year yeah i mean you do kill be- your turkeys with double beards and stuff like that but it's just far and in between and like especially like his with it being matching matching bird yeah yeah well i gotta go see jim this wednesday about mine and yeah i gotta go pick my 11 point up from hunting season and i'm gonna see i don't know it's one of them things of I ain't going to say where I got him or who's doing him because he has been super quiet about it, but he don't do birds no more. And yeah. he, he said that he would do one more, but I got, I got, it's one of the things, if I got to pay him a thousand damn dollars or whatever and to do it, I'll let him do that one from Georgia yeah. just because it is a sentimental value thing to me. Yeah. That was a, that's a good bird for sure. So, right. I mean, he was what, 11 and three quarters or something on one beard and. Yeah. Well, the bird's going to be worth about. Say if he's eleven, say if he charges you a thousand dollars, birds can be worth about eleven hundred in shells that we shot at him too. Well, you ain't gonna fix my damn hearing. Yeah, your hearing. The my hearing's priceless. You ruined my hearing. I've told you guys on this podcast before. My hearing and my and my left ear is gone. I can't hear shit. Now I don't give a fuck what you do. I can't hear a fucking thing out of my left ear because of Jonah Hot. That bitch still rings to this day, and it's been a almost damn near a full year later. Yeah, that was probably. First of April, it was first of April or so of last year. Yeah, it was this week. It was this or next weekend of April. It was end of March. Yep, it was that last first year. weekend we went up there. Yeah, I think yeah, it was an open week. But so yeah, that was our weekend. Like I said, I didn't have much luck. I just went and took pictures of everybody. Well, sleeping in don't do you much good. But no, you slept I slept in. in this morning. Yeah, but you killed a turkey. I killed a turkey yesterday morning. So yeah, well, you I'm didn't... the type. If I kill something. I like to see other people kill something too, so I'll kill mine. But it's like when we go there and go dog hunting. If I kill a damn deer dog hunting, I'm just kind of there to be 
a support animal. Moral support. I'm a moral support. I'm down there. I'll cut dogs off or do whatever. But I've killed two damn deer in two years down there dog hunting and killed, you know, this last one I killed was a damn jam up deer with Jordan. And it was, that was a memorable moment right there for life. And I'd like to see somebody else kill something other than just me type thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm ready to see somebody else put a damn bird in the dirt. Hopefully we've got a, Georgia here in a couple of weeks and I know I'm back up first again but yep. second weekend you'll have Miss Courtney with you and maybe she maybe, maybe you her. or her will level yeah. one yeah like I said I might try to stay off on my place for that first week we'll go yeah. to your place and try to call you up <clears> one and hopefully we'll get you on one and then that second weekend hopefully the turkeys are in there pretty good with that burn we did well, that first weekend should be able to get, us get we should be able to get a good image. Because in the afternoons, we can split. You can go to your place and roost. I can go to my place and roost. It don't take two of us to roost the same damn spot. Yeah. So you can get an inventory. I can get an inventory, and we'll figure out and go from there that first weekend. And like I said, if we don't hunt your place, at least you got an idea of where they're at or where they're roosting. Yeah. So when we come back the second weekend, we can. Yeah. Well, it sounds like I probably won't be leaving until probably Monday. So. I might stay up there Sunday night, and I might get up because my dad's gonna be up there too. I might get up with him Monday morning, yeah, and maybe go hunt with him Monday morning because I know he he mentioned something a little while back. He's just like, yeah, I might want a turkey hunt at one time or whatever. So we'll take him hunting, take let him, him shoot him one. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's had a jam, he's had a jam up deer season on his new place. He ought to go ahead and get it out of this damn system and kill him a good gobbler. He's only I've only took him turkey at one time. And he killed that damn stud in her helochi, didn't he? Yeah, it was freaking the paintbrush. The beard was as wide as my hand. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't even a hunt. Like, it was a hunt, but we we got in there that morning. I'm like, hey, I think there's turkeys in here. We're going to get in here. Got set up. Bird pitch hit the ground. 15 minutes after he hit the ground, come in. He shot him at like 15 yards, and that was it. And we went home. Yeah. That was the extent of his turkey hunting career up to this point because he ain't really turkey hunting. Well, we ain't like the damn legends at the end of bay lake loop down there that kill three in one damn morning yeah oh yeah them guys down there them i don't know we can you know we can do whatever we want you can put the best camouflage on and shoot the best damn guns in the world but you just ain't gonna beat them old timers yeah i got some or old it's old Vietnam. desert storm style fucking vietnam Camo. Camo, right out of the damn Congo bullshit. Right out of the fucking rainforest. Shooting a freaking just a standard... I, damn, he's used to shoot a damn 10-gauge. Yeah, single-shot 10-gauge, like a, a hammer type. Hammer, yeah, old brake-style single-shot 10-gauge. Yeah. That son of a bitch with three-and-a-half-inch, and the damn thing was as big as around as your fucking wrist. I want to say my uncle's there. He said it was like... 30 something inches long or something. It was like 34 inches. Long. It was like a boat anchor. You'd mm-hmm. have to, a 10 gauge. Everybody's shooting 20s and 410s and shit, and he's out here shooting 10 gauges. Because he don't do that anymore. He shoots a damn 12 now, I think. My uncle, sh- yeah, I think he should. I think my uncle, though, he shoots your a uncle, 20. Yeah, your uncle shoots a 20. I don't know what Brian shoots anymore. I don't know either. But, but God damn, they fucking folded them up this weekend on open in the morning. Yeah, they did good. They. So, I mean, we've seen some, I've heard of some turkeys dying this weekend for sure. Well, but. we're only getting started. I told you guys, I'm the gun guy. Jonas is the picture guy. Yeah. I ain't worth the shit. But old Cus Strickland did like my picture. 
Oh, you're. <laughs> oh, my winner's still I come happy. over here this afternoon. That's the first thing he had to say. Oh, Coach Strickland doesn't like my picture, my turkey picture. No. No, I didn't say it. Cecily said it. I've been walking around half cocked for a day and a half now. <laughs> but if y'all don't know who Coach Strickland is, that's one of the turkey gods. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, well, I should get credit. I took that picture. You I did. took all them pictures. Well, Coach Strickland probably liked your picture, too. I probably did. But, so what do you have planned for this week and going into this weekend? Going to work. And then you're going to Georgia, ain't you? No. I thought you said you were going to go up there and scout and get everything ready for the following weekend. No, because I can't get anybody to go with me. Oh, nobody wants they I thought she was going to go with you. She's got to work. you got a turkey hunt. My dad says fuel's too high. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gators tore the fuck up. It's going to John Deere in the morning. Yeah. So I ain't got a gator. I ain't got a damn ride. I ain't got shit. I got to drive my damn truck up there by my damn self. Don't have a way of getting around the place. Yeah. Because the little truck's still in the shop up there. And the gator's going to John Deere in the morning. And you want to hunt here at the house. Yeah. Cecily has to work. My dad says fuel's too expensive. So I'm going to sit here at the house and fuck off, I guess. You go back there and kill your second turkey and be I'm going to go behind the house and kill another one. Yeah. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go back there and do it. Do it. Just be a dick. So, yeah, I'll be. We got this week, so I'll be roosting. I'll be around home this week. I ain't going to be out of town for work. Thank God. So, I'll be able to go listen for turkeys this week and try to get a game plan for this weekend. Yeah. Well, I'll be around the house here somewhere. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. Usually in the springtime, we're like trying to fix hay equipment and. Get ready for hay season. farming season, hay season, getting cows worked and shit like that. And we're balls of the wall trying to get this stuff done. And over the last couple of years, we've kind of replaced everything to where now we all have new equipment. So now we're just kind of sitting here. Now we ain't got shit to work on. We're just, hell, I don't know. I ain't done anything in like weeks. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Like I've been I've been mowing hayfields off the last couple of days just to try to clip them off. That way we can spray them here. I got a herbicide here in a couple of weeks, but that's a couple of weeks away. Mm-hmm. I've got the big field up front this down, so we can plant it whenever the gardens look like hammered dog shit. And my pastures are drug out. Hay's put out the cows. I don't. I literally don't have anything to really to do. The only thing I might do is get the old spreader tractor out fertilizer tractor out and get it serviced and get it ready to go because price of fertilizer anymore you better yeah. you better make sure your shit's ready to run because 700 dollars a ton you better be able to put fertilizer out efficiently yes you better make sure it's you're not spilling any you don't want there's a hole in the bottom of our big fertilizer spreader and we're going to put a little patch in it not that it means anything but the damn thing like i said 700 dollars a ton you better make sure that shit's going where it's supposed to go not on the ground Oh, yeah. So, well, at least we had a... Some people had a good, successful opening well, weekend. Well, it's... You know, last year it started out like this a hunting season. I killed that damn 11 point on open weekend, and yeah. it started out the same exact way. But... Yeah. It'll be... I don't ever look at it as success as it is just time and effort. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that it'll continue on and it's just it's one of the things of 
I don't try to brag too much about killing as much shit as I do. It's just as one of those things of I try to be good at what I do and not get overconfident. Sometimes it's been a lot in my earlier years. I would have gave up and just when I didn't see any birds yesterday morning, I would have just got home. up, packed my shit and went home. And it's one of the things of I kind of just sat down and said, you know what? I'm just going to ambush. I'm just going to sit here and wait them out. And my, I don't know how many damn years my dad or my grandpa or somebody, the old timers, have always said just, just wait them out. Just wait them out. And that's kind of what I did is I just kind of just sat down and waited them out. And same thing in Georgia this year. I don't know how many damn deer I passed on, even in bow season. And it wound up being a record year. For you. Yeah, for deer hunting. And I'm hoping maybe we'll have the same luck this year, turkey hunting. I'm not. Nothing's guaranteed. That's no. one thing. There's never. And what I says, you don't have a turkey until you got him around the neck. Oh yeah, because it's like if I was betting you, I mean this weekend, three gobblers by themselves. Oh, I would put money on it that we would have been successful within two days. And they screwed us up for sure not really screwed us up they just didn't want to come in that great so i mean it's kind of the way it is but it, it is what it is sometimes but like today yesterday afternoon it was ridiculously hot and muggy hot and muggy god dang was it hot and muggy. we tried to sit outside with, by the fire me and cecily did and it got so bad at day at dark that i went and got my thermocell and turned it on by the fire and you couldn't I mean, she finally said, I got to go in the house. I can't take it any longer. And I'm like, all right. Cause I like sitting outside by the fire. That's my favorite spot. Yeah. And I, and she said, I, I can't take it no longer. And I'm like, well, I ain't far behind you. So we packed our shit and went in the fucking house. The yeah. damn, it was as hot and muggy and nasty. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. And I was, but I didn't, I didn't, obviously I haven't watched the weather. I didn't know a cold front was pushing through tonight or last night. Because yeah. it was a little nasty this morning, and then it cleared off, bright blue skies, small breeze, and cool as shit. Yeah. Well. In the morning, it'll be jammed up. You had tomorrow morning to hunt, you'd have it whooped. Yeah. Which I think they're calling for, like, mid to low 50s this weekend. 54, 54 tomorrow morning is what I heard on the radio. Yeah. But even this weekend, I think it's supposed to be a little bit cooler still. So hopefully this weekend coming up, it'll be it'll be pretty good, too. Yeah. So we'll, hopefully. we'll try it this weekend. This will be like the last weekend that I really get to hunt here until Easter, I think. Well, because then we'll be up there for two weeks straight in Georgia. Yeah, because you're leaving out of Georgia going up North Carolina to get your lady friend and yep. bringing her back to Georgia, and then y'all are coming home because her travel assignment's up. So, Yep, so she's coming back here. So, yeah, this will be – we got this weekend, and then we'll move on. Well, yeah, then after that because – once you bring her home, then she's probably going to want to stay home for a weekend and go see her because she's been out of town since before the first of the year on work. Yeah, we went up there the New Year's 30th, Eve. 30th, New yeah. Year's Eve. New Year's Eve to drop her off or actually get her settled in. Yeah, so she could go to work the, the first of the year. And and so she won't be back till sometime in the April. You said, what, April? What, first, second, somewhere right in there? Is her? April, say, April 1st, which I think it's a Friday. It's her last day. It's her last day working, but she's gonna stay up there until the until the following week. Because she already up. has the house paid for till then, don't she? Yeah. Her so, place will paid. Yep. So, so they I got that. So yeah. Hopefully we can get it done this weekend. 
Brian's got to he's got to kill a turkey this weekend. We'll start with him, and then maybe I mean if we can get him on one or we can get two to come in there, I can maybe shoot one too. And then because I can't, I it would be hard for me to even get even close to my luck last year on opening day. Yeah, you tagged out in the morning on two different properties by like ten thirty. Yeah. You shot one down there at Brian's, and you come home, and your bird was in the yard up there. Yeah, there the bird in the yard uh, tried to kill you. He got his fucking revenge. Yeah, but don't pick turkeys up by the spurs. Yeah, pick them up by the necks. Yeah, especially when they got a, like a actual hook. It's not like everybody says they call them hooks. No, this thing actually had a hook. Yeah, he showed you who the fucking hook was. He yeah. showed you who the, he showed you who the daddy was. Yeah, so they're notorious for getting you in the web of the hand and yeah. going all the way through. I bet you still got a scar on your hand from that. Oh, yeah. it's It was pretty deep. Oh, well, at least something got pretty deep. <laughs> but, well, anyway, well, we rambled on here for what? Hell, I don't even know. About 40 minutes now. Well, I suppose we won't tell no deer stories tonight. No, it's all turkey season right now. Yeah, I guess. We'll get past turkey season. We'll have to have something to bitch about, so we'll talk about deer. Yep. All the shooting and missing Cecily does. She's here at the house tonight, and I told her we were going to talk about all the fucking missing and shooting in the daylight. And I don't know if we're going. We either got to make a series on David Grimes, or we got to make a series on Cecily shooting and missing. <laughs> well, it happened twice. You might be able to hear her in the background back there, but it's happened. Well, but I think the David Grimes would probably be more funnier. Oh yeah, because it's it's coming. It, what not this weekend coming up, but next weekend we'll be up there. We we'll have to deal with him. Well, we got to get a picture. Oh, one of our damn podcast pictures are going to have to be of him. Yes. Oh, David Grimes. I got plenty of him drunk, passed out on the ground beside a fire. Well, I you, kept him from falling in the fire one night. Fuck, he did fall in the fire one night. Didn't even hurt him. Yeah. He just put the fire out. Because <laughs> he was about to fall in the fire the one night, and I had to push him back, but he took out the lawn chair on the way down. But oh well. You know, he says he said he tells everybody he somebody else broke the lawn chairs, but he folded them damn lawn chairs up like cheap Walmart lawn chairs out there. He we got more broke lawn chairs in Georgia than we do anywhere else because he's dumbass falling into them. Now we got wooden benches. Yeah, he can't break down. Or the top of the, you know, my father's big table up there. You know where it come from, don't you? You know the big the big fiberglass table up yeah, there. Yeah, the golf cart top. It's a golf cart roof. Yeah, it's but a, it's, it's like. A, it's a 16-passenger golf cart. <laughs> the roof off of it. This son of a bitch is... It just adds to the compound that y'all have up there. Oh, we got... We fit in the McCray, Georgia. Easy killer. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's top... Well, that's probably pretty top-notch for that. Oh, that's high dollar up there. Well, you... The damn you could, you could use that fucking thing as a slip-and-slide now because David's put so much baby oil on it. Yes. Because of that rattlesnake skin. Yeah, he killed a rattlesnake out there by it. Well, it was actually by y'all's camp. And it that was under whole one, time he was under there, one of them tables. And he, that whole time he was up there just rubbing baby oil on the skin of this rattlesnake. Yeah, he skinned the snake out. He butchered the fuck out of it because his knife was fucking dull. So he skins him out, rolls him up, puts him in antifreeze, cures him in antifreeze for, I don't know, a couple of damn weeks, pulls him out, gives him to us. He wants us to do something with him. And... I, I'm like, what in the fuck are we going to do with this fucking rattlesnake? Well, he takes him out of antifreeze and then starts lathering baby oil all over this fucking snake. And every day he comes down there to camp and pulls him off this damn coat hanger hanging in the cook shed. 
and lathers baby oil. Where did it go to? Where's it at? Ah, fuck, I don't know. My, he's, he either gave it to me or my father, but when we come back this last time, I couldn't. Dude, I couldn't tell you where the hell that damn thing is. It's either still in Georgia or it's here. I don't even fucking know. All the work he done, y'all just throw it away. Well, I don't give a shit what the hell it was. I don't care how much work he did. The most valuable work he did was killing the damn thing. Yeah, right there by I would have set that whole fucking place on fire. Yeah. It would been one big burnt, scorched place on earth right there. Yeah. I don't if I like walked around there in a big, big goddamn rattlesnake laying there. He was like five foot, wasn't he? Like five, six. I measured him after he cut the head and tail off of him and then butchered him all to hell. He was like four and a half foot so is what I had. He's a five foot snake pretty five, much. Yeah, he's... David kept saying he was six, seven foot, but I don't think he wasn't no six, seven foot because I seen some of the damn snake skins that David had in that drawer with all that antifreeze, and he had some damn snake skins in there that was as big as around the thigh of my fucking leg. Yeah. Now, them fuckers would have made you sick. Yeah. So you I need them snakes to make you sick. Though. Oh, God. I don't care if that son of a bitch was a foot long. We would have been out there getting Western with him. Yeah, I don't like him either. Sure. I don't care. I don't care if he was a foot or ten foot. He ten foot. I would have just left Georgia and never come back. Yeah. I hate to tell you, I just left what the fuck I had there and never come back. Yeah, because it like if you're going hunting and you see a snake, the whole rest of your hunt is just screwed up. Because that's all you're doing is thinking about looking. You now you're looking. You ain't paying attention to nothing else. You're looking on the ground, look for this fucking snake. Yeah, that's all you want to look for is this damn snake. Yeah, once you see one, you're fine until you see one. Then you're fucked up. It's like yesterday. I'm over here mowing damn hayfields off, and a big old black snake runs across the damn hayfield, and I'm in a cabbed fucking tractor doing like seven miles an hour, and I see a black snake shoot across to me, and I'm like, yep, well, I guess I ain't coming back over here anytime soon. It's a fucking black snake, and I'm in a cab of a tractor with a fucking mower on the back of it, yeah. and I'm worried about a damn black snake, but it still fucked me up there for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it will. But anyway. Well, well, it is what it is. Yep. Well, we got to go to work tomorrow. Well, you ready to go? You ready to cut this thing short? Well, we got plenty of shit to talk about later on. Yeah, we talked about our weekend and what we got going on. Well, all right. Well, Well, if you say so, we'll move on to the next week. Yeah. Next week, I'll be home next week, so you'll be lucky. Yeah. We'll film another one next week. Yeah. But then the following weekend, we'll be in Georgia. We'll be sitting in Georgia. Well, if you want to record one at camp. We will record there. it when we get home. Well, you're not coming home. So we'll have to record it. At camp. Yeah, maybe Sunday. Like, I mean, I got to pack all this fucking shit up and take it with me. Yeah. Yeah, you got to bring it with you. Fuck. There's three goddamn totes of this shit. <laughs> oh, it's so mountainous stuff we got. There's two of us, but I bought enough shit for four of us because I thought we were going to have some guests here and there. So yeah, I bought enough of everything for four people. Yeah. We'll get people on here eventually. Yeah. Well, we'll get Kendall in here and Shane on here and... Yeah, maybe my dad or your dad, and we might even get some of the wild, wild women and men on here one day. We'll, when Courtney gets home, we'll get Them you and too. Courtney and me and Cecily on here, and we'll they they'll probably know. tell us to shut the hell up. Yeah, they'll tell. About they'll be that that night. There'll probably be two or three podcasts filmed that night because we'll get telling stories and we'll have to shut it off and start over again. Yeah, because you can knock out two or three podcasts when you get a couple people on here. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm going to go home, probably get ready to go to work tomorrow, and then you got to do the same, I think. I'm going to go to work tomorrow and fuck off. You know what I'm going to do the next day? Same thing. Fuck off. All the way to the end, baby.
that's what the problem is of having your white power card. No, oh my God. So yeah. anyway, well, we'll hit it again next week. Maybe we'll have some more turkeys dead that we can talk about. Yeah, maybe. So. I done did my job. Y'all go get your job done. Yeah, we'll try to. I don't know if it'll happen. You know, it's turkey hunting. It's turkey hunting. That's why I tell you, it's turkey hunting, not turkey killing. That's why they call it fishing, and not, not catching. Yeah. That's why they call it deer hunting and not deer killing. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Because you'll think you'll get it figured out, and then all of a sudden you'll go in. And well, they threw it. They threw a wrench in my plans, but you got him killed. But still, they'll throw a wrench in your plans. Well, forty-seven and a half yards on a fucking opposite hand shot fuck you up a little bit there for a minute yeah well you got it done oh well so all right well we'll we'll cut this one off and move on to next week yep we'll go to work this week like a bunch of republicans yeah (laughs) anyway all righty well we'll see y'all next week we'll have some more hunt stories maybe to talk about all right guys we'll see y'all next week